when is enough is enough when it comes to subscription fees many companies are doing it but i'm gonna focus on the reason why they're gonna get away with it or maybe not get away with it i'm curious if you are of lower to middle class income are you going to continue to pay the rising cost of some of these subscription fees we'll answer that right after this Welcome to Ray Dog's Random Thoughts. Ray Sean Blyden here, politicalbombshow.com, raydog.com. Many, many services are jumping on the subscription fee plan bandwagon. And it's not just streaming services, but software companies are doing it. Anywhere you can think of, they're doing it. And my question is, when is enough is enough when we, the consumers, decide we cannot afford this? I mean, when it came to buying out-and-out buying software, yes, that was expensive as well, but in the long run, I don't know, let's say... The software costs $200 and that's it. You get to keep the software and you get free updates. Well, that $200 initially sounds like a lot of money and some, I'm being generous, but many of these high-end software are way more than $200, but even four or $500, let's say. But it's an essential software for your livelihood. It would still be a good investment for you. But when it comes to subscription fee, the same, let's say for the one that costs $200 and you're paying a monthly subscription fee of $20 to $30, well, do the math. It doesn't take very long to surpass the $200 you would have paid. And other companies, what they're doing essentially is they will let you buy the software, but when it comes to upgrading or updating, they charge you for that. So these subscription fees are ridiculous. How many, there's so many services and plans out there and things that we need to survive that it's really impossible to get them all let's just talk about streaming services there was a time where they played nicely and disney and and wb and all the others you know, they had their licensing fees or whatever, and they were able to, and Netflix, and you were able to, to watch things on, you know, different platforms. But what 
they're not doing is Disney and all the others are saying, well, and what you call it, Paramount, they're all saying, we're just going to take our content and create our own streaming service. But the problem is, as a consumer, I like many different um, shows or entertainment from the, from the different companies. And so it was affordable to get a Netflix account and watch them all. But what has happened is the companies are saying, no, we're going to force you to watch our content on our own platform. So essentially, let's say I had Netflix and they were, there were 10 shows that I liked or five shows, whatever. And they all belong to different platform now, whether it be Max or Showtime or Paramount, Disney. And so now essentially what they want me to do is not only have Netflix, but to, to pay for four to five other subscription plans. And the plans are not cheap. The plans are not cheap. And that's just streaming. Now, if you like to listen to music, there's also, they're also doing the same thing. If you have different software that you need to run your company or even be independent and do things as a small business, they're, they're also, so add all of those together. And for someone who's living from paycheck to paycheck, it's not feasible to get them all. So what do you do? What do you do? Where is my breaking point when I'm going to get sick and tired of YouTube TV keep going up and up and up? When am I going to say enough is enough and decide that I'm just going to stick with all of the free apps? Was there many of them? Yes, they do have uh, ads in there, but at some point, you're not going to be able to afford all these things. And so that's what I'm going to talk about here. It's a New York Post story I'm going to read off. It's going to tell us some of these prices. I'm just curious. And leave a comment. Are you one who don't mind paying for all of the content in, you know, by subscription base? Are they affordable to you? And where, where, is, where is your breaking point? And then let's not talk about AI. That's another subscription-based uh, company apps, apps, I forgot to mention apps. Apps, many of them are subscription-based as well. I, money don't grow on trees. I can't afford all these things. It's not feasible. I'm, what, am I going to buy all these subscription fees and then not pay my mortgage, not have electricity? It's insane. So anyway, let's start on this story here. This is not the story. This is just an ad. But I can deal with ads if I'm not going to be paying a ridiculous amount of subscription fees. But this is from the New York Post. Spotify and other streaming services keep raising prices. Here's how much it will cost you. And this is even an older story. So imagine this is an older story. I can imagine how much they are now, but not that old. It's July. 24th, 2023 is when this story was uh, done. But Spotify is changing its tune. 
On Monday, Spotify announced it would be raising the price on its U.S. plans by $1. So a student plan will now cost $5.99 per month, and a single premium plan will start at $10.99, and families can expect to pay $16.99. The music and podcast streaming app. Now, I like the platform as an artist and a podcast producer because I'm able to put my content on there, and that's a good thing. Although, when are they going to start to charge us? To do that that's coming next so although with my music arguably i'm being charged fees for that so i don't get the full dollar stream i get a lot less by the time spotify and my distributor take their cut so i end up like maybe with 70 cents but nonetheless these are the prices you have to pay when you can't afford to um, do it yourself. I mean, I I don't consider that to be bad, although it is. But it's it's not when you consider that you're using their infrastructure and their platform with millions and millions of people. So I'm not gonna bash them on that. But these subscription fees are just this is just one company. What if you you, you like this one? But then you also like Apple Music and all the other music. Um, you have YouTube Music as well. I'm not sure if that's the name of it. But nonetheless, it's very difficult to um, keep up with all these subscription fees. But I digress. The music and podcast streaming app has embarked on a number of drastic costs cutting moves in recent months. In January, it cut 800 jobs and it laid off additional 200 in June. A pricey $20 million deal with Prince Harry and Meghan Markle was axed in June after the couple failed to deliver enough content. Spotify, well, you can't blame them on that. They're not delivering the content. $20 million is a lot to drop, so I, I don't blame them on that. But Spotify is just the latest of many streamers to announce price hikes. Let's have a look. Let's start, well, I guess, let's start with Apple Music. So this is Apple Music. They announced at the end of 2022 that its premium monthly rate would raise be raised to $10.99 from $9.99, so that's a dollar. This coincide with a raise in its family plan from $14.99 to $16.99. So you can see, as a business owner, Apple is just pretty much keeping in line with how much what's. Because if you notice, it sounds familiar because Spotify is the same what Spotify raised it to. 
So it's like they they all sat down on a conference call and say, okay, let's let's raise our prices to the same so there's no monopoly no monopoly. It, it seems like that's what they've done. At least with the Apple and Spotify, it's identical. And then you have Amazon Music. It increased prices at the end of 2022. The individual plan is 10.99. You see, you, you're getting a GIF. I mean, you're getting a, the feel for this. The same 10.99 as Apple and as Spotify. While the students will increase to 5.99. I I believe Spotify was the same. I could go back and look here. Um, Spotify, Spotify. Yeah, Spotify student is now five ninety nine. So you can see, there's everyone's fallen in line so far. Apple Music and Amazon, they're falling in line with what Spotify did. It's it's how you know as a business person, I probably would have done the same thing, or not. Maybe I would keep mine lower to to force people to go to mines. I don't know, but it's it's a good business strategy on their part but as a consumer it's it's horrible and then we get to youtube music and youtube tv which is i have an interest in the youtube tv which is what i have keep in mind when i first started youtube tv i was paying 45 a month and now i'm at 65 a month now it's just gonna keep oh it's 70 i think it's 70 actually but the premium music plan was raised by a dollar to ten ninety nine. Again, they're following the same suit. You can't blame them. Everyone else is 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 paying is putting that amount. So why not us? And with a three month grace period for members who subscribe at least five years ago, YouTube TV, which offers subscribers sports and news from a hundred plus channels also announced an eight dollar uptick yep i'm right i am paying over 70 the 72.99 a month which is ridiculous so I'll, I'll answer the question for me when is youtube tv enough to drive me back to regular cable when this thing gets to be close to a hundred dollars, even eighty dollars, is when I'm abandoning ship and or looking for other streaming services. That's when I'm abandoning. It's it's getting to the point. YouTube, um, where am I? Netflix, the popular movie and TV streamer, recently. Eliminated its lowest ad-free tire. Formerly, it was remember nine ninety-nine a month. That's when I had Netflix. In favor of a fifteen forty-nine monthly standard ad-free plan. Those already on the nine ninety-nine plan will have their rate unchanged for now. Keywords for now, but it always it always is going to change. Eventually, they're going to send you. An email saying that based on blah 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 high rising costs whatever they want to call it the global warming that as as of X amount date and time you will be now paying 
the current rate of 15 whatever it is 49 so that that's how it always goes new subscribers who want to save some dough can opt for netflix new standard with ad plan it allows subscribers to watch all but a few of the movies and tv shows in the streamers library for the price of $6.99 a month I can imagine that how many ads they're gonna kill but again if I can save money I probably won't care about the ad because I grew up in the era when I watched TV they were always commercials so ads are essentially commercials which doesn't bother me when commercial comes on generally speaking when I'm watching TV unless it's something that's really interesting and peak, it doesn't usually pick my 100% attention I'm normally watching the TV it's like essentially like white noise so while the TV's on I'm on my laptop laying in bed or sitting up in bed and I'm doing something working on the computer and then I'll peek my head up after the commercial is gone but that's what I normally do I rarely watch TV in my living room although that would be the best place for me because it's like watching TV in, in, a, in a movie theater it's huge huge uh, TV screen and I got the, the nice uh, theater sound with the speakers but I only usually go out there when I have company but nonetheless, which is rare, I don't have company that often. Let's move on to Peacock. Another recent development has seen price hikes for NBC Universal's Peacock, home of beloved shows such as The Office. I never got The Office. I did wasn't an Office fan. Are you, did you like The Office? I'm curious. Leave a comment as to why. I just didn't like it. I didn't get it. Peacock just raised its ad-supported rates from $4.99 to $5.99. The ad's free tire has also become more expensive going from $9.99 to $11.99. Then we have Hulu. Hulu's ad-free plan was raised from $12.99 to $14.99 back in October at the time of this at the time of its ad supported tire was raised from 699 to 799 let's go to max formerly hbo max formerly known as hbo max the new fusion of hbo max and discovery plus unveiled early this year has raised its ad free tire from 1499 to 1599 Max's ultimate ad-free tire at $19.99 a month offers streaming on four TV devices simultaneously with its ad-supported tire at $9.99. Again, when, as a consumer, do they, do they care that we can't afford all these? No, they don't care. What essentially they're saying, you're going to have to make a choice, Bucko. You're going to have to choose ours or not and miss out on the content that you once enjoyed. 
That's what they're saying. They don't care. Let's go to Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime video bundle with the benefit of Amazon Prime for $14.99. This was in, increased earlier in February 2022 from $12.99. So that was a $2 increase there. Amazon has not announced plans to increase prices again and offer a solo Prime video subscription for $8.99 a month. Paramount Plus. Formerly $9.99 a month, Paramount Plus raised its premium plan by $2 to $11.99 earlier this year following the integration of Showtime into its platform. Its ad-supported option was simultaneously increased from $4.99 a month to $5.99. Woo, I'm getting tired. These are, in, this is insane. Apple TV Plus. Apple TV Plus is one of the most inexperienced streamers out there, perhaps. Owing to its small library of offering which are all Apple originals. The streamer raised its rates from $4.99 to $6.99 in late 2022 and has remained the same since, with no known plans to join fellow streamers in 2023 price hike. So I think they can't drive fellow streamers, not because they you know because they can't is because well because they can't because the library is not even close to the other one so that it wouldn't be justified is what i'm trying to say here it wouldn't be justified people wouldn't stand for it here you have a small tiny library and you want to charge the same as large libraries it wouldn't fly then we have stars like many other streamers stars is raising subscription from $8.99 to $9.99. Then the platform is also offering a promotion where in subscribers can get three months for $4.99 before being charged $9.99. See, it's just, it's just the same as cable. The reason why I cut the cord to begin with way back when, when I had PlayStation View. And they went out of business. I, I loved PlayStation View more than I like YouTube TV. But I, I kind of, when they went out of business, I was forced to find something else. And I landed on your YouTube TV. I, I'm not sure if there was something in between there. But I, I, I really don't even remember how much I was paying for the PlayStation View. It, it's been too long. But um, now you have Disney Plus here. Disney Plus currently offers an ad-free tire from $10.99 up from $7.99, so that's $3, and an ad-supported option at $7.99. So, Disney Plus also offers a Disney bundle plan, including dual basic which offers Hulu and Disney Plus with ads for $9.99 a month, 
Trio Basic, which offers Hulu, Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN at $12.99 a month, and Trio Premium, which offers Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN without ads for $19.99. I thought about going that route, but there's just some channels that they don't have on there. Which is why I'm still stuck here with the uh, YouTube TV. And I don't even really watch TV that much. Literally, I watch it for a few shows. And some live shows that I like to watch. Which is on, you know, rare, like on a Wednesday night or something. But it's just ridiculous. These prices. Um... They don't care about us consumers, in my opinion. They don't care. These prices are insane. I mean, how am I to survive if I like content from all those? Do the math. I, how much money are you wanting us to dish out? And let me see if I could find something while I'm talking about subscription fees on... Um, Subscription fees of software companies like like the Adobe's of the world. Let me just stretch over here. Get this a second. Software subscription. I can't I can't spell here. Subscription fees. Let's see here. What? Subscription accounting fees. What treatment? What? I hate these. You, Google sucks. They not only they don't not the only ones to do it, but they're trying to steer me away from what I want to type. I'm trying to put subscription fee charges for software, and now they're trying to steer me. Steer me to something that they because you know why because they're one of the they're part of the problem too. Uh, software subscription fees too high. Let's see what we come up with here. Let's see here. And then of course you have memberships, which I can understand. Like Costco, I they have now went up on their prices now that I think about it since I've been a member. Or have they? I'm not. I don't think so. But any, if you have Costco and they went up on the subscription fees, leave a comment because I don't remember it going up. I don't remember that at all. Let's see. Um. Let's see here. Let's see. If this is good. Okay, uh, nah, that's not, that's not what I want here. Hmm. Okay, I guess this, this sort of, this sort of talks about what I'm, I'm looking for. Talking about paying too much 
with software licenses, which is another problem. Uh, I mean, I, I kind of wanted to lean towards the subscription fees, but licenses are, are just, just as bad where you have to pay an annual fee to, uh, to keep your license for different software or apps. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to do the story there, but you get the point that it's just costing us too much as a consumer to keep up with all this. Again, if you're a millionaire billionaire and you have the money for it, then why not? And then you have you have apps like Twitter's or the X of the world or AI and all the other ones blend together. It's not sustainable for a low income, middle income person to subscribe to all of these things. It's just not feasible. It, it really isn't. I, I just, so essentially you're going to be forced to make tough decisions as to what content you're going to do without, what software you're going to do without. And the problem is like as a videographer, you need many different softwares and AI is also a good amount of apps and, and uh, subscriptions you, you would need for the future, but they're all so high that it's not feasible. It's not feasible as a videographer who just don't have the budget for that. I mean, some of these AI plans are insane. Some of them are, let me see, I want to see if I could find, just for the prices. AI subscription fee prices. I just want to get, get you an idea. Let's see. Um, uh, let's see how much. AI subscription. Let's try this one. Okay, here we go. This is not this is not much, but this will give you an idea. This is not every single one here, but let me just show you as an example. It, it's insane. Let's see here. So you got here. For instance, okay, all right, look at this. They'll start you with the free one to suck you in. But what do you actually get with this free one? You, essentially, the free one is, is pointless. But look at, look at this. For a starter, and notice it says build annually, $39, so essentially $40 a month. On top of all the other subscription fees for, for um, my TV, for certain AI, I mean, no, not AI, it, my TV apps that you want to, you know, uh, video editing things. Am I now expected to pay 39? This is just for one AI. There's so many different aspects to AI, but just for this one, hey, imagine this, you have to pay this plus all the other ones. And just for a starter, it's, not, it's, it's $40. Professional, you go to $100. 
and for a company you do $249 now as a company if you are a small based companies small business can you afford I mean it sounds $249 a year which is $250 a year but again it sounds maybe like it's a good thing but remember you're not going to just have one AI software you still have all the other things you're paying for so these things add up is what I'm trying to say they add up and they add up fast and I for one cannot afford these things and so I'm always trying to figure out how could I work around this and do it freely because I just can't afford this and I'm just wondering how many people are out there like I like myself who can't afford all these things and it's just too much and let's not forget I'm a homeowner single homeowner at that so I have those things to worry about isn't this there'll be a breaking point I can't afford these things it's it's just too much I don't I'm wonder who are in charge of all these companies that just don't care are they focused on just a certain demographic of people because that's what it seems like they don't care about the lower middle income people like myself so they're not marketing to us I guess is what I'm trying to say here but anyway I was, I'm curious to know what you think leave a like share and subscribe go to raydog.com and support us there or politicalbombshow.com and I'll see you in the next one Here we go.